Welcome everybody to episode 49 of Dork Tunes. Gosh, we're nearly at the 50 mark. Who would have thought, eh, back in the day, that we'd be here now? Um, obviously this is our composer interview episode, and this week I'm super excited to um, introduce our guest. Um, obviously, I'm new. Um, and who are you? Who am I? I'm, I'm Kenny Young. Hello. Who is Kenny Young? <laughs> is that a question? <laughs> am I, am I, that's, that's, that's right. Who am I? Um, yeah. I'm a, I'm a video game composer and sound designer. I've been plugging away at things and games for about 15 years now. Um, I'm probably best known for the work I did when I worked in-house at Media Molecule for the best part of a decade on the Little Big Planet and Terry games. And prior to that, I was a sound designer at Sony's London studio. Mm-hmm. And for the last four years, I've been freelance. Uh, I left Media Molecule at the beginning of 2015. And yeah, so I, and in that time period, I, I shipped Terry Unfolded with Media Molecule, uh, mm-hmm. then shipped a baby <laughs> with my wife. <laughs> And uh, then I worked on a game called Tethered, which was one of the early PSVR titles. Yeah. Um, I've worked on... God, what else? About Most recently, Astrobot, which I'm sure we'll yeah. talk a bit about today. Um, yeah, oh, cheers. Um, it's been really great to see the, the reception that the game has had. Uh, and really fun looking at the various tweets of people who got it mm. gifted over Christmas and stuff and just seeing <laughs> how much they've enjoyed it. That's been really, really cool to see. Um, I've done other stuff too that I've forgotten. Oh, a, a game called Wonder Worlds, which was an iOS title. Uh, okay. things. Look at look at KennyYoung.com for a more yeah. more more insightful uh, <laughs> overview. I did of, see of that Wonder Worlds, world. and I was wondering what that was. So, but um, going back to something you said earlier, you yeah. said that you left Media Modules School around about 2015. Yeah. How? I mean, and you went stuff and put. Yeah, I mean. It's a big I thing mean, to do because absolutely, it's probably the biggest decision I've ever had to make in my life, really, because it's you know it's an amazing company with such amazing talent, uh, and I'd been a part of it since uh, since Little Big Planet One. Um, mm. I joined them in two thousand and seven, and I think I was like employee number fifteen or or something like that. So I've been there not quite since the beginning, oh. but about a year into the the company, a year into Little Big Planet, and yeah, I, I was a big part of the contributed a lot to the success of it and its project. So. It was, yeah, it was, it was a difficult decision to make, but, I mean, I'm sure it you've seen right some of it. was the right one for you, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like I mentioned, we had a kid. Um, mm. I, I wanted to be able to spend more time uh, being a hands-on dad. Uh, I was very hands-on at Media Molecule, so I <laughs> switched, switched uh, in, in-house life for the freelance life, which, which I hadn't done before, but I suspected it would suit me, and, and it has. It was, that, was, uh, that was definitely the right decision. Um, but the other thing is, um, Dreams, which is obviously now stuck, some people are starting to get their hands on it with the beta, which has just been going the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks. Uh, I think that it's public sign up now for that. Yeah. Is, is going. Uh, and I'd worked on Dreams for, believe it or not, for four years, uh, even though I left <laughs> four years ago. So um, while splitting my time on, on Tearaway, I was on both those projects at the same time. Um, so I probably put about two years of, like, you know, Kenny mm. man hours <laughs> into Dreams. Um, but the thing about that, 
that project is that uh, it's clearly you know it's this amazing tool set they've made and yeah and and there's there's a game in there too which they haven't really spoken much about hopefully that's 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 something they'll be talking about more soon okay um, but but like for me i'm 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 definitely much more comfortable and interested in working on on games as a you know i consider myself first and foremost to be a game developer and then think of myself as a sort of composer and sounds like an audio person second mm-hmm. to that and uh, tools development is great if you're into it but if you're not it's it's not <laughs> Yeah. Um and you know, something like Little Big Planet was a nice split between uh you know, like a, a being half game, half tool. Um mm-hmm. Dreams is much more of a tool than it than a game, uh, a tool mm-hmm. set. And it's an amazing one. But I think you've really got to be to work on a project for, for eight years, you've really got to be really behind yeah. that and passionate about it. And for me it was a bit of an ask to work on it for four years and then keep keep stocking it away on something which I wasn't quite quite as into um yeah and so i've been really lucky I'm not kind of into that you're like mm, well yeah absolutely it's a, it's a long time to work on something that that just and whilst i was working on tearaway um that was kind of okay because the, the first four years in dreams was kind of like a pre-production period um yeah there was an early early versions of everything that they've they've got now and obviously i was focused on the on the audio experience and audio tools side of things um but nothing as uh, crazy uh, as what they've as what they've got now, and it's been really cool to see it uh, with, with with insight that obviously other people outside the company don't have. I've got a lot of understanding about the genesis of the project and stuff, but it's been really cool to see what it what it's turned into, um, mm. and, and you know, and what they're what they're putting out there now. And yeah, can't wait to see uh, what the community end up doing with the tools and all that. Yeah, um, so I'm really a bit. Really pleased and excited for it. In fact, I was just had uh, today. I was hanging out with um, Kareem, uh, their art director, with uh, my family and his family. were just went out for a walk and had lunch. So he was <laughs> telling me stuff about about the project. So that was cool to hear how, how excited they are about how well the beta's going and stuff. So yeah. So so anyway, it's all when worked out. out. I'm happy. Well, the the, the beta's out now. You can I think you can publicly yeah. sign up, get on it. Um, they've not announced when the actual um, game is out. Um, so. Hopefully, yeah. the beaters are a step in the right direction. dreams and kind of where you've been what you've been doing over the last few years rewind slightly obviously the new release astrobot yeah how did you become involved in that um good question um i bet like a lot of the projects i've been working on as a freelancer most of my network of contacts i've i've worked with or for Sony my whole career really like I mentioned uh, at the beginning yeah. I started out as a sound designer at Sony's London studio and obviously mm-hmm. I left to join Media Molecule but then Sony <laughs> bought Media Molecule and even when it was an independent company Sony were the publisher so it was still sort of part of that um, organization if you like 
um, I knew a lot of people there. And mm. since I went freelance, not exclusively, but you know, just about all of the projects that I've worked on have come from either Sony or ex Sony people that I knew from when I worked there. Yeah. Um, which is kind of that's how that's how it works. I was really lucky when I went freelance to have that sort of. Uh, established network of people and of course working in a big place like Sony when people leave they go all over the place all over the industry all over the world and mm. uh, Astrobot's a good example of that because there's a chap I worked with and we didn't actually work together on the same project but we were at London studio at the same time and knew each other from like you know Friday night <laughs> drinking crew um, yeah. and Soho was uh, in London was a great <laughs> a great place to to do that sort of thing um, but Nicholas Doucet, um, you know, he was at London Studio, and then he went from there to Sony Japan Studio, and he's been there for uh, quite a while now, I think maybe five or six years, uh, maybe, maybe longer, but, you know, that kind of time scale, a while now. And the Sobe team are known for the, um, the, the, the little, the free stuff that they put together for the launch of the PlayStation 4. There was the, the, the little um, playroom, and then, oh, yeah. of course... Playroom VR, which so the Playroom mm. was for the camera. Playroom VR was obviously uh, another free application for PlayStation VR. And as people who are familiar with Astrobot will know, one of the the demos in that went on to become a standalone, paid, not free, um, platformer for PlayStation VR, which came out in October, uh, 2018. And so Nick and I had worked together and knew each other. And originally, he actually got in touch with me because they were using a lot of uh, Little Big Planet soundtrack as temp score. In the mm. in the game, and if you think about it, um, the, the games aren't that similar in terms of the, the, the kind of platforming, but certainly in terms of the intensity of the music, it's you know it's, it's upbeat, yeah. it's fun, it's energetic, and, and it's that a lot kind of, of fun. Yeah, exactly. And fun's like absolutely one of the key aspects of the brief in terms of asking me to uh, what 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 Nick was asking me to do, but. Because he knew me and he knew that I'd put together the audio experience in Little Big Planet and had put together the um, the licensed soundtrack uh, mm-hmm. as well as being responsible for writing some of the original music and certainly I, I directed all the other composer and stuff. So like I'm like Mister Little Big Planet Audio, <laughs> and so he was like just picking my brains on that uh, the process of putting together that soundtrack and and we were just kind of talking and I was just sort of giving him information as a friend and as a sort of you know Sony Sony yeah. friend if you like. And through talking with me, that sort of put him off some of the stuff he was interested in doing because I, I guess I told him how much work was involved and that didn't fit with the with what they were doing because it's a really small team, this will be team. It's, you know, it's like 20-odd mm. or something like that. And But then he, he got back to me and was like, well, would you be interested in writing the music? And I didn't think that's where the conversation was going. So it was good to know that whatever it was I'd said to him had <laughs> impressed him enough for him to, to ask me... Um, to, to want to get involved um, but that, that was really nice and unexpected and of course I was like yes <laughs> and it's, um, it's proved to be a massive success yeah um, certainly critically the game has been um, we, we, we had an inkling actually before the game came out we knew it was good you know like we were yeah. really pleased with it and just liked the way it turned out and just hoped that it would find an audience but it's just been great to see that you not know, only do people agree agree with that like they actually you know mm. a lot of people really, really like it and some people they're just like absolutely head over heels in love with it and are just like you know it's their favorite platforming game of this generation and all this kind of thing yeah. and that's like just beyond you know it, 
obviously not everyone thinks that, but for those people who it's really touched, that's just that's what you want no. as a creator to see people get really excited by the thing that you've poured all this <laughs> blood, sweat, and tears. I have to admit, for me, I bought it just after release. Um, I think I'd just broken my arm, and I just try. I was cheering myself up, basically. <laughs> Needed to pick me up. <laughs> uh, yeah. So even though you couldn't pick things up, yeah. Oh Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it was difficult actually initially to to play it. It was quite painful. So, but what well, literally to play Astro Boy? It was like sore. Yeah, because of my arm. Oh, dear. I suppose you do need to move about quite a bit, don't you? It's not a yeah, kind of no. experience. But um, I'm nearly finished. I'm on the last boss, and I, he's oh, he is the alien one or the shark one. <clears throat> the alien one. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, I I found that one <laughs> particularly difficult. difficult too, which is weird because some people find that one a lot easier than the shark boss. Um, yeah, I, I was on that for about a day, on and off. <laughs> I was just like, right, okay, I'll get this. <laughs> it's when you're at the end as well, you're so close, and you're like, I- I'm not giving mm. up now. <laughs> but it's really funny, because playing Astrobot in VR, um, I can't. I-, I lost count of how many times that I, normally I'd sit in front of the PlayStation and the TV with my headset on, Yeah. and obviously it's quite physical. Mm. <clears throat> so I found myself nearly... Off, well, I found myself off the bed, stood up, you know, way over the other side, sort of room. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm bu- too busy headbutting things or, you know, dodging things with my head. And it was, yeah. it's just so clever. I mean, the one thing I would kind of say it's similar to would be Mario 64. And yeah, a lot of people have made Personally, the, I think it's better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mario 64, I played. And I get it, it's good, but it just never kind of pressed my buttons, yeah. whereas Astrobot totally did. Yeah, and I think it's, it's a really sort of personal, subjective mm. take on as to, you know, w- what works for you. But yeah, the, the game really seems to have resonated with some people, and that's just, that's why you do it, basically. And so we're, yeah. the, whole, the whole team is really thrilled with that response. And um, it's just, like I say, I was mentioning earlier, like, it's just been nice to see... I've never had, I mean, it's partly because social media is more mature now, but I've never had so many people, you know, atting me and saying, you know, thank you. We really loved the game, really loved your music. Um, and, you know, you got, I've had a little bit of that in the past before, but not not, not that much, just one or two, you know, when a game like Terry comes out and some people really like the soundtrack. But this is like, there was a period, you know, in October there when it came out where it was like almost every day there's someone just being like, this is awesome, <laughs> thank you. And it's like, oh, weird, but <laughs> but cool. <laughs> Um, and that and that's a nice that's a nice thing. Um, like I say, it's it's not just because people enjoying the game. It's also because I think people are into that now of thanking creators, which is a nice mm. development, especially when social media can be so <laughs> such a toilet. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it's like it's nice really when people. Be, I have to admit. Yeah, just a lot of you know negative conversations and and, and all the rest of it, which I'm sure everyone doesn't <laughs> need need me to rehash. But but yeah, when, but it's really nice when that is used for a positive thing. And as a creator, I can tell you that that is. It really does mean something to have people reach out and say uh, thank, thank you, you or that they enjoy your work. Yeah, it's, it's, it means a lot. Um, yeah, so, I totally yeah, get do, that. Do that. Totally get that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I completely get it when you're talking about as a creator, you have the people online who are kind of feedback to you and it's all positive or really positive. And I got that recently myself from someone um, who discovered the podcast and then told me that he'd gone and told 
loads of people in work and now they were all listening to it and they were all saying how brilliant it was and how fresh and new and sort of thing and that puts a massive smile on my face yeah i mean because it, it, it kind of makes it all worthwhile because yeah if, totally. if you don't have that all you've got is some stats about how many people have been listening yeah. and that's nice to know but it, it's just not the same as that human touch no, um i mean it really it really makes a, a big difference i um, started this podcast because i love video game music you know yeah. we're the first one to do it really and to do it well and seeing how it's developed over the years and as i was saying earlier on we're nearly on episode 50 and this year we're planning on being a lot more regular you know because i think things have settled down now for me personally because last few years were a bit difficult um yeah. with some things going on work wasn't brilliant or you know, I went through redundancy last year. Yeah. It was around about this time last year. And things completely settled down. I'm now working again, obviously, um, and it's going really well. And we're coming up to a year there, actually, now. Awesome. Um, so to have that kind of feedback from people and kind of, even though, because we sometimes take breaks for extended periods. Yeah. Um, it's lovely. Fantastic. And on a different note, I'm just looking and on your website. Um, <laughs> I've played pretty much all of the games that you've worked on. The only thing I've not played is Wonderworld because I don't have um, Android. I'm not iOS. Ah, okay. Yeah, I mean, Wonderworld. I mean, the stuff that you've worked on is just incredible. I mean, Little Big Planet 1, 2, you know, the Tearaway games. I loved those. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, like, I said, like I said, leaving Media Molecule was difficult, but a big part of that was that it was just those were such brilliant opportunities to to work yeah. in those games. Um, but then that's what they've given you. They've given you more opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, it, fundamentally, all the work that I get now is based off the obviously. Whenever anyone's played a game that you've worked on, that's giving you a massive leg up as a freelancer because it's a yeah. point of reference. And it, if people enjoyed it, then they're like, "Well, they did that. I like that." So hopefully, mm-hmm. I'm going to like what they do on, on on our project. Um, but if it's something that is not only that they played, but actually it's, you know, it's like arguably, you know, like Little Big Planet's one of the most successful new IPs on PlayStation 3, and Tearaway isn't <laughs> the equivalent on Vita, but critically, it's, it's up there. You know, it was, uh, oh, yeah, it, you know, it was a adorable. brilliant use of the, um, of, of the hardware, and yeah. you know, a lot of people, again, really loved that, that, that experience. And in a way, there's like, some people have drawn parallels between Tearaway and uh, Astrobot just because... Um, Terry should have been a system seller, <laughs> but, mm. but 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 wasn't. Um, even though it had that, I think it was, had that quality in terms of it you know, making use of the of the hardware in a brilliant way. Mm. And I think Astrobot does that with VR. Um, it's yeah, not totally. just a, a good good game in VR. It's a mm. game that uses VR in a really engaging and clever way and helps people to appreciate VR. And that's exactly the kind of experience that the VR needs to get people I mean, to I've sort of. Um, Talk about it and tell people about it. In the last few months, really, um, only in the last couple of weeks, and literally only yesterday, um, I've convinced two friends to get PSVR. <laughs> um, cool. One got the big mega pack um, last week, and then my other friend, he got one for the Star Trek game and some other bits and pieces. And yeah. they come to me and say, what do I need to play? And I'm like, yeah. you absolutely have to play Astrobot. Awesome. <clears throat> but there's... Because I, I think, think with yeah, it's the kind of game which, for, for people who are into platformers, mm. it's a no-brainer. If you've got if you've got PSVR, it's like, you just you just really got to play it. Um, yeah. And the, you're, pr- you're probably going to appreciate it. You might go gaga over it in the way that <laughs> some people have. Uh, if you're mm. not into platformers, I think it's probably still worth checking out just because it's um, it's just so well done it's uh, so and it's fresh. fun. And, and that's like so that fun people, aspect. Everybody is, I know that's played it has said, "Oh my god, I can't wait to see what they do if they do another one," because yeah. that'll just yeah. go stellar. 
yeah, I, I don't know what a Sobe team are doing next, but um, I certainly really enjoyed working with them, and I've, I've been told they enjoyed working with me. So I hope whatever they do next, I'll get I'll get an opportunity yeah. to uh, at least have a conversation about working with them. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> Real quick one. Um, yeah. Just something just popped into my head. How did you get to where you are, as in, not as, as in opportunities and whatever, but yeah. did you, there's kind of two ways of going down there. Either yeah. you went to kind of college, you did music, you did whatever, yeah. or you kind of taught, you self-taught and kind of came that way. Uh, I mean, the way I feel about it, it's both, but I think in terms of where you're coming from, it's it's much more the, the college college route. That, um, where you came from. So, yeah, my background, like I say, I started out in the industry in sound design, but prior to all yeah. that, like a lot of sound people, you know, I was a musician first. Like when I was, you know, in a kid, when I was in high school, like I played in bands, I, 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 mm. I played my instruments, uh, violin and fiddle, obviously mm-hmm. the same instrument, but two different <laughs> uh, yeah. cultures and stylistic approaches. I'm, I'm Scottish, if you uh, can't tell from the accent, yeah. but I'm... Um, <laughs> I'm uh, so I'm a fiddle player. I play or played. I'm a lapsed fiddle player and violinist. Um, played mm. a lot of traditional Scottish and also um, Appalachian American uh, fiddle music when I was a teenager. Um, but also I was classically trained, and so when I was a student, I played in you know student orchestras and ensembles. Um, yeah. So I had quite a broad musical education and experience there as a performer. Uh, mm-hmm. And in terms of you know music theory, but I certainly wasn't a composer. I didn't have any interest in that. I mean, I, I had like a passing interest. I thought that that sounds fun, but I think yeah. it's interesting that even, I, hope, I think things are slightly different now because I think everyone's a little bit closer to everyone else in terms of like again social media and exposures. It's just you're just exposed to a lot more stuff now. So I think the loftiness of com- composition and of composers is slightly diminished and that's a really positive thing in terms of inspiring people to consider whether they might be allowed to <laughs> pursue that. It, you know, it is, it is a cutthroat business. There's 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 a lot of work out there, but there's oh, yeah, also totally. an awful lot of people who want to do it. So it is, it is, it is cutthroat, like I say, but um, nonetheless, I never felt when I was a kid or, or a teenager or even as a student that composition was anything that was an option for me and I feel like that's a massive failure uh, culturally um, mm-hmm. that I felt that way because it totally was um, but the fact that not only were there no it felt that there was no no one ever said that and I certainly never really met anyone who inspired me to think that and there were no points of references that made me think that, that was achievable um, mm. so which is sad <laughs> but I was lucky that so I, I was studying music, and but the long short of it is I didn't want to be a performer. Um, it, it just uh, apparently people enjoyed my playing, but I didn't enjoy playing for them, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's obviously a really important part of deciding if you want to, you know, spend your life doing that. Um, and I, 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 I'd made that decision when I was a. I already kind of knew, but I could have formalised that decision when I was a student. Um, when I was studying music technology, I decided I could have studied. Uh, I could have studied performance and uh, pursued that but I, I i was i already like again that decision was by the fact that i was i knew that that wasn't quite for me so i just combined my love of um technology and music and, and studied that and this is at edinburgh which is an old uh, old school university so the, the course wasn't super vocational which at the time i wasn't too happy about because i just wanted to like you know learn how to record stuff <laughs> like i think anyone that age would want to you just want to sort of pursue your passions but um I studied a whole bunch, a wide range of stuff, which subsequently has turned out to be really useful to me in my career as a game developer, um, such as you know acoustics, um, even a little bit of computer programming and uh, electrical engineering, 
analog and digital and and all this stuff which you know working in technology now although all that stuff has been really useful to me even though at the time i didn't really appreciate it um and by the end of that course i'd realized that there were these the people called sound designers who got actually got paid to <laughs> make sound for for games and for films i had ruled out working in film because um the games just seemed much more attractive to me kind of mm-hmm. like as a graduate um if you if the, the, the juxtaposition was you know going work in film living in one of the most expensive cities in the world london getting yeah. paid nothing <laughs> to make yeah. tea and toast for people with the vague hope that you might then get the opportunity to like do tape transfers to then you know get the opportunity that you might be an assistant to someone and that that just looked like a very strange uh, outdated way because uh, it's not even as good as apprenticeship it was like a lot of exploitation of young people the promise yeah. of a job that never materializes and being being a runner like that just seemed archaic whereas mm-hmm. there was jobs and games and a lot fewer of them to be fair but there were jobs and games my, which were like you get a pension did, did that because he works actually in the film industry gotcha so i mean he and he made it and made it through the gauntlet yeah, he, he he's, he's done really, really well for himself, actually. He lives out in L.A. Um, with his family, and he's worked on Star Trek Discovery, awesome. American Gods, Westworld, and something else. Some big sexy stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, like, opportunities have come from that as a springboard, you know. Yeah. Um, he's done, like, he's a DP, so director of photography, um, cool. and a cameraman, so he's kind of, like, got, two different shoes on at all, all times. Yep. But he's always awesome. busy. He's insane. It's one of those actually. things, like, once you're, you know, once you're, once you're established, you're, you're fine, yeah. really. you just got to sort of keep your chops up. He started with music videos um, yep. and kind of progressed TV, and now he's doing, like, the big TV. Yeah, which is where a lot of people want to be now because it's, uh, it's doing, doing great. I'm going to ask you a question, and nine times out of ten, people can't answer this. Um, <laughs> what's next? Well, I already spoke about nights and bikes, so yeah. that's coming. That's like that's literally what I'm spending all my time on right now. Um, this Fair week, enough. I am I'm doing a pitch for another game that I can't talk about. Um, which, NDAs, we love them. <laughs> NDAs, it's like it's a game which it's just cool. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I swear to God, ev- almost every single person that's been on the show has always been like, "Yeah, I'm working on something, but I can't really talk about because of NDAs." <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. But it, yeah. It's a uh, yeah, it's a professional thing. I wouldn't like to yeah. like announce anyone's game <laughs> before they do. Yeah. Uh, I also yeah. haven't got that gig yet, but I'm writing some music for a pitch this week on that, um, wow. and that's a really cool project. So that's one that I'd like to do. Um, mm. I'm but and then I'm going to do my taxes before the January thirty first deadline. Exciting. Yep. Watch this space. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me on Twitter <laughs> to find out if I forget to do that or not on the thirty first of January. Um, say must be done before the thirty first of January. Absolutely, and don't forget that you need to allow for several days for the money to transfer to HMRC, lest you pay <laughs> a fine. <laughs> I am not oh, an accountant, dear. but there you go. Um, so I've got that to do, and then I'll be back on Nights and Bikes for a good, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know, it's, it's yeah. a done when it's done kind of thing, until it's which is nice. Done. Yeah, which is, which, is, which is rare. Normally, if you're working on um, a bigger project or in-house, then your schedule, yeah. you, you know when you're shipping. And yeah. there's always a chance it can slip, but you've got a date. We do not have a date. So if, if, if Rex and Moo have got one, <laughs> they're not telling me, <laughs> which suits me just fine because I'm really enjoying working on it. But I'll be on that. Awesome. And then I have... Take a break? Very, I've got various options. Yeah, you, you know what? 
I would love to take a break. That would be amazing because I'm knackered. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that just feeling after this year is the first break. year in three that I'm going to get a holiday. Oh, awesome! Well, so yeah, I need to get my passport first because that's run out. Um, I am. Yeah, just because I was the last few years, um, stuff happened at home um, with our dog. Then I changed yeah. jobs. Then I changed jobs again and got made redundant. And it's all been, you know, just all over the place. So didn't need the passport. And I need a new passport, yeah. Because it was when I was starting the new job, and they're like, "Oh yeah, have you got ID?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I've got my passport." And then I open the passport, and it's like out of date by a month. I was like, "Oh my god!" Off, off the first time in my life, I've never had a passport. Yeah, that's that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Weird you'll fix me, it. So you'll fix it. You'll yeah. you'll have to take out a small bank loan to pay for it, but you can fix it. Yeah. And yeah. You know what would be you know what would be really annoying? You get a new passport, and then Brexit happens, and you're forced to pay to get. A blue one. Ah, you see, I'm lucky because <laughs> I'm originally Irish. Well, I am Irish. You're, you're Irish. I'm still an EU <laughs> citizen. All oh, right, so you're you're yeah. fine. But you, yeah, that, yeah. but you've got it. You have to apply to remain. Is that? No, 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 no. There's no. a there's an old kind of agreement between the UK and Ireland that anybody Irish ah. can just stay fine. So that's that's extra on top of EU stuff. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So. Whew. Sorry, I hate. Hate to bring up. Don't mention the war, but yeah. I know, I know, I know. It's depressing as anything, but you know, hey yeah. Um, it's a nice little background anxiety to put on top of everything else that, that life <laughs> throws at you. Thanks, yeah. thanks, Parliament. Totally. Yeah. So this Boom. year is all about maybe taking a break. Absolutely. Cheers Not to forever, that. Just yeah. To choose nope. a, a period of time just to chill. Yeah, I, w- I would love to have. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, just a few weeks to myself just to just just do some like me stuff I don't know yeah. upgrade my computer all those things that there's just not time to do when you're when you're working um, so yeah fingers crossed it might not happen oh. it's, it, when people offer you work it's hard <laughs> to say no but I um, know composers <laughs> you're as a group of people you're awful at taking breaks you're mm, awful yeah yeah but it's hard it's like it, I think because it's such as I always feel so privileged to have the opportunity to <laughs> have the ridiculous yeah, job of people fair. pay you to write music that you feel you feel bad to not mm. <laughs> max that max that out um, yeah, but totally. it's not healthy and I think it takes a while like I, I had a, an experience a few years ago where I just my body was like stop <laughs> yeah you're just like you need to stop now yeah like I was ignoring mm. it and it, that it was like no I shall stop for you and I was like okay yeah. Yeah. So that was oh, that was a bit of a wake up experience, but yeah, you got to look after yourself, and it's important. Mm-hmm. So I generally now the, the way I try and do things is I, I try not to take on more than one project at a time, which means I turn stuff down. Um, mm-hmm. Which you know a lot of people wouldn't do that, but I'm not right just now where I am in my career. I'm not particularly interested in turning myself into an outsourcing company and bringing in yeah. uh, you know having assistant and bringing in extra staff like. That's something I could do, but I don't... You know, I worked in-house and was managing um, a small department for a few years, and mm. it was fun to do for a while, but I just really enjoy, you know, making content. And, um, you know, Astrobot's a great you, example of that. Small like team, cool project, just write some tunes. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so long may that continue. Exactly. You know, um, I will do this podcast for as long as there is air in my lungs. Yeah, so I totally hear you on that. Um, I think pretty much that's us kind of done. 
Cool. Awesome. Um, I just wanted to say a massive thank you for coming on the show because I'm a huge fan of your work. Oh, well, thank you very much. It's really nice to just hang out and have a chat. Yeah, it is, definitely. Um, um, It's really exciting as well because we've got some really exciting, uh, other really exciting guests coming up in the uh, future. So that's quite good. Well, 2018 has been an amazing year for for games and for game music. So there's a lot of people doing great work. and It's nice Mm -hmm. to hear that you're going to be picking their brains. And it's been really nice for us as a show because now we get to play exclusives by people that's never cool. been heard before outside of yeah. door tunes. And I never, ever even thought of that as a side <laughs> you know, that would happen when I first started. So yeah. it's been just phenomenal. So awesome. yeah, 2019 is the year of door tunes. <laughs> Sounds like you need to get a tattoo to commit to that. <laughs> you no, know, that's not a bad idea. not the forehead no I mean I've just literally yesterday (laughs) I had my um, septum pierced so you know obviously I'm going to be in midlife crisis is that between your nose yes awesome yeah is it it sore do you know what it was she said deep in take a breath and I kind of went oh okay that's not comfortable for about a second (laughs) and ever since then it's been fine ah mad yeah not a bother so a pro job <laughs> yeah totally um but thank you again for taking the time out this evening to speak with us no worries pete cheers and good luck with everything thank you very much i'll, I'll take that luck with me <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay folks um that's us done for another episode um we'll hopefully see you at episode 50 i'm gonna have Ooh, to start what? thinking about something exciting to do why couldn't i have been 50 <laughs> I know. So, it's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. 